Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Petito. everyone and welcome to the Jerry Petito show everyone and anyone out there who knows me knows I am the author of I'm not an addict I'm just an ass I'd rather be a smartass than a dumbass guys because 31 years ago I was a dumbass but through the grace of God I can honestly say now today 31 years later I'm a smartass and yes the word ass is in the Bible at least 40 times it means donkey and that's what I was I'm saying that to say this guys the last couple of years have been tough for everyone And I want anyone out there struggling to know they're not alone. I'm a nutritional health coach. I'm a recovery coach. All my services to you are free. If you or someone is struggling, please, please reach out. You don't have to go through it alone. If you think my book can help anyone out there in your life, because I believe it can, please go to um, Simon & Schuster's bookstore, Archway Publishing. And if anyone truly, truly, truly cannot afford my book, please reach out to me about that as well. Okay, guys, because I need you to understand something here. You're not powerless and you don't have a disease for life. Okay, stop feeding into the lies. Okay, so you're not powerless, not over anything, especially through God. Having said that, I would like to introduce... A really, really, really cool guest. You know, guys, I bring it, right? I always bring it. I'm really bringing it today. Andrew Dean, say hello to everyone. Hey, everyone. Hope y'all are doing great today. How are you? Oh, I'm doing awesome. It's a wonderful day. So a shout out to your wife, Terry. I love her. Just wanted to say hello publicly. Um... You know, oh, and a friend of yours, Wolf, says to say hello. So I would like to do that publicly as well. Um, You know, you have uh, an incredible bio. I mean, all this incredible stuff you've done and the charities you've, you've worked with. I mean, it's endless. It's on and on. Tell everyone a little bit about you. Let's start there. Like what kind of music you sing, your songwriting, like start there. Okay, yeah, I uh, I have a wide range of uh, songwriting. I, I write anything from uh, gospel to outlaw country to uh, uh, just current country. Uh, I just a wide range of stuff, even some uh, classic style rock and roll songs. I love music. So, okay, so that's not enough what you're saying we want details man listen tell us all right what's the difference tell me anyway between country and outlaw country well uh outlaw country's got a little more of an edge than what your your country would it's uh more of a uh well 
just like I've got Western Wagon uh, Train on my my CD. That's got more of the the uh, country boy uh, type of uh, uh, theme to it. So and and I mean like straight up country uh, is is a little more I would say more like your nowadays more like your classic rock. But I like the traditional stuff too with the you know the fiddles and the steel and that that just. Uh, that's a that's a true country vibe for me. That's I like that a lot in my music. Okay, so how long have you been singing and writing? <laughs> Come on. Well, that's two different things right there because I started singing probably when I was about four years old. Uh, I used to stand in front of the stereo and listen to my mom's records and act like I was playing guitar and I would sing and. And once my mom figured out I knew how to sing, uh, she got me right into church choir because she was a church organist. Oh. So, uh, yeah, so I got, at an early age, I got uh, singing experience. And she always told me, she said, you know, Andrew, if you're going to make a mistake, it might as well be a loud one. So I want to hear you sing. So so I did. I <laughs> love that. <laughs> yeah. So that was like incredible encouragement for a little kid. Uh, my my folks, uh, just my whole family, just so just awesomely uh, supportive, uh, and and a lot of friends and and that too. Again, just supporting people. So, where were you born and raised? I was born in Ohio, a little town called Gibsonburg, and uh, there's one stoplight, uh, <laughs> and that one stoplight. That's the only way we get business downtown. So. Uh, but uh, yeah, there was uh, there was a bank on the corner, a grocery and a bakery, which is people would drive miles for that bakery. They had some of the best donuts. Oh my goodness! So, and where do you live now? Now we uh, are in a place called Fremont, Ohio, and uh, also uh, in Florida. We live uh, all the way down to Bushnell, Florida. Oh, so we kind of get around. That's really cool. <laughs> okay, so now. Your songwriting. Well, wait, let me go back to when you were a kid singing. I love talking about that. Um, so did you ever take singing lessons? No, I, I went in for probably about four weeks uh, with a Mrs. Clark for a little while. And uh, I started uh, singing with her and, and uh, she says, well, I've done what I can with you. She says, I, didn't have to, I don't have to do too much here because you've already got, it was mainly she taught me some breath control and that kind of thing. Um, but I was singing, I really have always had a very strong voice and, and, uh, I know my scales and all that good stuff. Uh, so really that's about all, all I learned from her. Uh, but she was, she was, was a sweet lady. She really helped me out with that a lot. So, okay. When you were younger, this is, this is for my benefit because I love talking to singers who, who say to me, I was three, four, five, and I was just singing, pretending I was holding a mic, whatever. It's, it's in you. It's, it's absolutely in you. I mean, music itself, right? Think about a little baby, six, eight month old baby in a little bouncy, right? Bouncer. You put music on, what do they do? They start bouncing. (laughs) Music is innate in us. But when you're young and you start singing, it's gotta be a gift from God letting you also know, cause I never did that. I can't sing. And I never did that. I, I drew and wrote poetry when I was like, eight years old, I started. So it's, it's almost like our, the gifts God gives us, 
he also lets us know we kind of have them. Well, you know, Jerry, everybody's got their gifts. Yes. Sure. And, and certainly you with poetry and, and drawing. I can't draw a straight line with a ruler. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> so, but I can write a good country song. But, uh, you know. No, but my point is, think about that for a minute. Here you are as a little kid, and you've got a mic in your hand, and you're a great singer. Here I was as a little kid with, you know, crayons and, you know, drawing and coloring. So there's got to be something that God lets us know we have these talents when we're younger. I didn't try to sing. You didn't try to draw. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, and that's that's very true. That's very true. I think... Uh... You know, God does have a design for each and every one of us. And, and when you find that in your life, whether it's early on or, or later on, uh, when you use that gift, you know, you're bringing him glory. And that's, that's you know, for me, that's the greatest. You know, um, I wrote, I want to read one poem out of my book. I was going to read it at the end, but I think it's appropriate now because we're talking about God's gifts to us. This mm-hmm. poem is called Utilizing Gifts and Talents. And I would like to share this because everyone out there has something and I wish everyone would find it and and use it. All right, here we go. We are born with talents. We are born with drive, with different gifts to help us thrive. I knew early on I was born to draw and paint, to also write poetry and to talk without restraint. Our gifts and talents should all be used. God's gift to us not be abused. We can go far in life for sure using our gifts to go on tour, like you've done, baby. All our talents should be used to create ourselves and more, then our jobs to share them, to even up the score. You see, in life what's needed is not just for ourselves. Once our gifts are mastered, take them off the shelves. A living we can make by spreading them around, not just for the money, but to spread a peaceful sound. Don't take for granted the gifts you're given. Go out and spread the joy. Our gifts are not to be held back for us to self-destroy. Put your efforts forth. Do not hesitate. All your talents, my friend, are never second rate. Never hold them back or you will surely die. Maybe not in body, but your soul will cry. Our gifts were made to to share. Our talents made to soar. Go through life enlightened and you can roar. Be proud of who you are. Be happy you're alive. Once again, my friend, your gifts will help you thrive. By putting efforts forth, not keeping them at bay, your name will live forever, forever and a day. Go through life excited for what you sure can give to yourself and others is our reason to live. Our grave will be quite lonely, but our legacy lives on. Make sure people smile with the breaking dawn. And I wanted to share that with you because after listening to your music, that's what you do for people. You make them smile. And I want to thank you for that. Well, you know, Jerry, I'll tell you, that was a, that was beautiful. That that poem was absolutely beautiful. Thank you. Uh, you know, I, I do. And I'll tell you, it's, you know, each of your songs, just like probably each of your poems, those are your babies. So when when you get them out there and people hear them and they, they get that, that calmness in their soul or that smile on their face, you know, and when I see them just tap or clap along or even sing it sometimes, you know, it's it's so rewarding. It's amazing. It's amazing. You know what? Let's give everyone a treat. I want to play a good time for all. And let's talk about this first. So you wrote this song. Tell us about what this song means to you. Well, this song was written right during the, uh, the pandemic. We all were cooped up, sitting inside, wishing we could go outside. 
And it was just a case of, you know, here I am. I want to be out there, uh, but I got to be in here. And um, it just got me thinking, how many people want to just get out and have a, a good time again and, and get out there and enjoy life again? And and that that time of being inside like that really kind of gave me the feeling of I really haven't appreciated how much my freedoms are and how much how good it is to get out and do the things I'm able to do. And so that's kind of where the song came from. Just, you know, hey, let's all get out and get back to what we were doing and let's have a good time. Yes, it's called Wanted, A Good Time for All. Let's play it. And then we'll talk a little bit more. Amazing. You know, the pandemic, you know, everybody was on lockdown and we all know who our essential workers were, but there were a few people that, you know, like sanitation workers, we got to give them a shout out because without them, I don't know what we would have done and musicians and singers. And I want to give you a shout out as well, Andrew, because everything you guys did for everyone that was stuck in the home as well, 
I want to thank you for that. Music helps save so many lives. Yeah, absolutely. It's the truth. Um, it's the truth. And I'll tell you, there were many people, um, just many people, like you say, the hospital workers, do you name it, who are yes. out there uh, just helping in places that a lot of us wouldn't have wanted to be, you know? Right. So, so beautiful. Absolutely. Amazing song. Absolutely amazing. So let's talk a little bit more about your songs and the history of everything and, and the, you know, the story behind your projects, whatever it is that, that you have going on. Let's talk about it. Well, uh, as far as, as my songs go, I've got, uh, I have a number of stuff. Uh, I've actually got, uh, songs that are being played on, uh, trop rock stations to, uh, uh, songs that are being played, of course, on the country genre. Um, I have Stable Faith, which is on the Wanted CD. That's a, a gospel-style song. Uh, that's actually written about my home church. So, uh, but um, there's just a lot of, of variety in my life that uh, I, I I put it down on the on the recording. Um, I keep it general because everybody's got their own experience. But if you can relate your personal experience somehow to the music and really connect with it, that's ultimately I would love to see that with somebody that uh, says, hey, that song just really spoke to me. Or, you know, that's when they get real personal with it. I, I, I love that. So you've you've had about 30 awards, huh? Yeah, I've had uh, uh, quite a bit. Yes, I, I've been blessed uh, with with thirty. I've got several nominations out there right now, and and uh, other things that that may happen here. And I'm pretty excited. <laughs> so I want to share a little bit about that. You know, you're very humble, and I get that. But I want to share a little bit about that because you should be, and I'm sure you are, incredibly proud. But let's uh, boast a little bit here, okay? So. You were given over 30 awards for different country and gospel music from different country and gospel music associations. But you also had Entertainer of the Year. You had Country Song and Album of the Year. Plus, and this one I love, the Patriotic Song of the Year. Yes, that song is so... That song is... That's probably one of the most personal songs I ever wrote, um... That's called In a Mother's Eyes, and uh, it's it's about a hometown kid. Uh, he used to, well, his name was Lynn Kratzer, and uh, he was a private, um, a Marine, and uh, before he got into the Marines, he wanted to build up and to go to the Marines, so he'd throw all of us kids, we learned to swim in a quarry in my town, little town, and he'd come down there and throw us kids and throw us kids because we were too small to go to the big diving board and, and uh and he was just, he'd just work it. And uh, it turns out he was just trying to bulk up because he, he knew he was going to go into the Marines. And he went into the Marines. And nine days later, he came home in a flag grade box. And uh, I realized at that point as a child, when, he, when, that, when that hearse came into town, it was somebody I knew that the ultimate price had been paid so that I, I could be free to swim in that swimming hole back there behind me, you know, and, and do the things that, that I do. And so I had a great respect for veterans at that point, and it just really hit home at a very, very, very young age. You just brought tears to my eyes. Wow. Um, 
Thank you for that. Thank you for honoring all of them. And, oh, I thank them. I really do. Yes. Uh, every chance I get. You know, it's amazing. I do too as well. And if I see them walking, I stop. I go out of my way. I go up to them. I shake their hand. I say, can I hug you? Thank you. Because oh, yeah. that's what it's about, right? You betcha. You betcha. And I'm, I'm just uh, humbled and, and very proud to be in a country where people... Uh, don't run away. They run two things, you know, like your firemen, your policemen, and, and folks like that. That, uh, my goodness, I wouldn't want to have to walk up on a car at uh, three o'clock in the morning, or you know, something like that. And 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 I just have a great respect for them. I, I truly do. Beautiful. Just truly do. Beautiful. So let's talk about um, the Farm Machine Studio Band. Mm-hmm. Tell us. Well, I have uh, the pictures I have, uh, Larry Mars on bass, uh, he toured with Marty Stewart, uh, Chris Golden, he's uh, William Golden's uh, son, who's uh, from the Oak Ridge Boys, uh, Junior Cernovat, uh, John Cernovat, my drummer, he toured with Marty Stewart, uh, I have Steve Henson, and Kitty Wells' grandson too, yes. Oh, cool. And um, and uh, also uh, Steve Henson on the steel uh Boy, anybody in Nashville knows Steve Henson. Uh, he is—he is like the—he's he's really good on that steel. Kimberly Bib Mars on the fiddle, uh, and James Mitchell on that guitar. And that boy can shred some guitar now. My goodness, I, I'm amazed at the talent. I'm just really amazed at the talent. So, who named the band? But that's me. So um, tell us about the name. I think it's cool. Well, the, the name comes from the fact that uh, I I play a lot of places and I, I go a lot of places. Well, I sometimes have to change my, my bandmates. And so that's kind of where the farm machine came in, where I have to, you know, if I'm uh, out in, in Wyoming or wherever uh, or whatever, I just arrange for, uh, for folks in that region and... Uh, and that's that's who we have play. I go in with charts or anything like that, uh, because my my guys they are recording guys. They are they've been on the road a lot. So I mean, if we do something around Tennessee, we'll do it together. But if it's out and about, then you know that's that's why I named it Andrew Dean and the Farm Machine. Gotcha. Okay, I understand now. Very cool. Okay, so now let's talk a little bit about. When all right, so when you write music, it comes. I know, like it comes from your heart. It comes from circumstances around you. It comes from everything that's happening, right? Have you ever? Because I've done this with poetry. I've actually stopped on the road. I'd be at a red light, and something would pop into my head. I'm like, oh my gosh! And I pull over. I have a pen and pad, and I write down a couple lines. I'm sure. Has that happened to you? Oh, uh, daily. <laughs> okay, daily. Okay, great. So, you know the joke about like if you play country music backwards, you get everything back. Your dog, you your girl, your back. house. Okay. So, um, is that all true? <laughs> no, it's not true. It's not true at all. <laughs> That's great. So, um, when I was growing up, and I mean when I was younger, you know, I mean I always say I was born too late. And I don't care, I say my age. I'm sixty one and the reason I say I was born too late was because I'm an Elvis Oldies and Doop girl. And I always laugh and say I would have worn the blue suede shoes, you know, the poodle skirt and the black leather jacket. I would have had it all. You know? Um 
I was, of course, into some rock and rock, you know, growing up, but I was an oldies girl, but I never loved a lot of the old country, but I love country now and over probably the last 20 years. It was, it was different. I got to tell you now, I, in my early days, and I'm talking like my twenties, I, uh, I was into that rock and roll thing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I played in rock bands and uh, did that. Kind of cut my teeth on that for a while. Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, I, I had my, my share of uh, some good old rock and roll. Okay, so let's talk about your favorite bands, musicians. What about the rock and roll ones? Who who were some of your faves? Oh, I like a lot of the 80s stuff, like your journey and, yep. and think of harmonies. A lot of stuff, you know, working into the music. Um, I even like uh, the band, like even War had uh, stuff that was okay. they, with the Latin beats in with the with the uh, the music and and put it with funk music, and so you got this cross of this really unique sound. Uh, I always was I always was very fascinated with uh, the intricate parts of how music works and. and could hear things in the background, and I'd listen for little things. Sometimes I'd hear really funny stuff, like the air conditioner kick on while they're recording or something. You know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, you know. But uh, I mean, I even go back to um, I like uh, some of the Beatles stuff. To uh, uh, my goodness, I do like Elvis. Oh, What's please, baby, honey, honey. You know, so. Yeah, I like a lot of different styles of music. I even like Bach, Beethoven, and Liszt. I mean, listening to the classics okay. uh, sometimes. So uh, my 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 range on music is, is about as broad as it gets because I really like many, many, many styles. Okay. So I let's... I like doo by the way. Oh, good, good. I love doo So let's... I love it, on the, I love it when they do the, the, uh, the little... Uh, uh, sixth and seventh notes, you know, like a, yeah, you know, oh, that was yeah. pretty cool, dude. That, oh my gosh, give us some doo wop, baby. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, that, <laughs> Terry, that was really good, girl. Oh wow, I was, I was just struck to do that. Now. That was really cool, baby. All right, so now let's give them another treat. We're gonna play here in the sun, and then we'll talk. About it. Together when it's sunny weather, the fish ain't fine, the 
Great song. Let's talk about that song. Well, that kind of goes back to what we were just talking about. All my my old rock and roll days. Uh, that, that guitar in there, James tore that up. Now I'll tell you, I was I was just just loved that. Uh, but uh, you know, when you go in and you're 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 working on this stuff to uh, to have musicians that you can say comfortably say to, look, fellas, you know, here's what here's what the melody is. Here's how it's supposed to go. And now I want you to put put your lick on it, put your signature on it. Let's hear what you got. And boy, I'll tell you right there, James Mitchell brought it. Uh, that was I still, and I've heard that. I can't tell you how many times in the studio I heard that uh, when we play it out. But oh my gosh, man, that's I love that lead, that riff in there. I I just love it. It was amazing. Um, yeah. Absolutely but that song, I've got, I've got a video on my website of that song uh, that, that we made down in Florida. And, of course, it's here in the sun. That's kind of, that's kind of the Florida thing. And uh, we, uh, we, uh, we taped some on a bridge. We uh, playing guitar and to riding in the convertible down by the Gulf. So I, it was a, I'm just trying to say it was really a hard video to make, you know. Okay. Well, you know what? Wait, before we forget, tell everyone your website and your information, how to get in touch with you, whatever you want to, want to tell them. I don't want to forget. Sure, yeah. Uh, you can check me out at uh, www.andrewdean.us. That's like United States. Uh, I have social media, Facebook, YouTube channel, uh, Spotify, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, so, but you can go there and, and uh, it'll show all the places we're playing and, and where you can catch us. And uh, so. Very cool. So, you know what? Um, I do have a third song we're going to play. Um, but before we do that, that one will be a salute to the farmer. But before we do that, I want to talk about your Christmas songs. Um, my Christmas Wish and Christmas is for Kids. Tell us about those songs. Well, two totally different things. I'll start with uh, Christmas is for Kids. Yep. Uh, I used to go up to uh, Maine and uh, sing for an event up there. A good DJ friend of mine, Tommy Dean, uh, had a, a thing. And, and i got to kind of give you a real, real quick rundown of what that is. His family one year... It wasn't going to have Christmas, and he told the kids, "We're, you know, the bills are too much. Can't do anything. We're not having Christmas." And they all resolved themselves to, "We're just going to eat a little bit of something, and that's going to be our Christmas." Well, when they woke up Christmas morning, there were several bags of wrapped presents, several bags of food sitting right outside in the snow for them. When they got up in the morning, somebody had dropped off, and that made such an impact on this man that he. From that point forward, went and, and we had this big event. It took him all year to plan it out, and uh, and we'd have this this event, and then all the proceeds would go to buying uh, uh, Christmas presents for any uh, disadvantaged children there in Maine. So it was a big deal, and and uh, Christmas is for Kids is actually a theme song for the the event Christmas is for Kids that I wrote uh, for them. And uh, it was always my pleasure to be up there and some of the finest people I've ever met uh, up there. Just really, truly awesome folks. 
You're you're, uh, you're making me cry today. Like what? Oh, I cry. They should be happy tears. They are happy tears, but oh my goodness, I have this a. Is about- but wait, I, I have to interrupt you, and I usually don't do that. But did he ever find out who did that? No, he didn't. All right, continue. Wow, beautiful. He did no, uh, and and that's like I say, uh, something like that is it inspired me, and it inspired me to write the song, and, <sighs> and really want to be involved. Uh, now, as far as uh, my Christmas wish, uh, that is, that's a personal song there. That's about my sister. Uh, my sister died of breast cancer at oh, uh, 43. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. And, and, uh, she had her battles with diabetes and a lot of stuff. She, she had to really struggle, but, uh, she bought one year a pair of gloves for me and, uh, <laughs> I'll never forget it. I get a little emotional talking about it. Uh, but uh, those gloves, she when I opened them, uh, she just looked at me with tears in her eyes. She goes, I know it's not much, but I just hope it keeps your hands warm. I said, I don't keep more than my hands warm. I keep my heart warm. And I warm until my fingers came out the ends of those gloves. They were the best gloves I ever had. And, uh, you know, that's what inspired that, that whole thing. And... Uh, it's a lot of times just the smallest things in life that you do for somebody are the biggest things, truly. You know, you are me. You're bringing me to tears today. I did not expect this kind of an interview. It's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful. And I think I needed happy tears today. I needed, you know, I'm going to share a little story with you that's going to make me cry as well. But you're right. Everybody out there, even if you've done the smallest little thing, it absolutely impacted someone you may never even find out that it did but trust me it did years ago I had a poker league in in uh, Mercer County and one of my workers her and I went into the restroom and we're talking and there's someone in a stall her and I are talking and I hear from the stall Miss Jerry and I said yes and this young girl comes out and she says, you probably don't remember me. I'm Tiana. My sister was Count. I said, T and Key? Are you kidding me? We lived in Robbinsville. They were upstairs from us in our condos. My daughter was maybe eight years old. My daughter's 41 now. Okay. And she said, you don't understand the impact you had. She said, you brought us on vacation. You used to bring us food all the time. We were poor. And I didn't know that her mother was gorgeous. She dressed to the nines. You, they never looked poor. They never looked hungry. I was just doing it because I'm Italian and that's what we do. And all these years, we're talking 40 years, 50, honestly, 45 years later, you know, 40 years later, that's when. She right. She remembered my voice. So I'm telling everybody out there, don't think what you've done has gone unnoticed. It has not. The littlest thing. Please continue to do little things for people. Even your smile, especially after all those masks. Everyone wants to see your smile. So please smile. <laughs> and you know, I tell I tell people that all the time. You know. Uh, you can bless people with a, with just a smile. You can change their whole attitude, their whole outlook yes. on a day. You know? Uh, That's absolutely. Uh, Andrew, uh, you brought me to tears today. Happy tears. Okay. <laughs> I didn't uh, mean to do that. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful. 
Um, no wonder why your songs are so incredible, man. All right. Let's play Salute to the Farmer, and then we'll talk about it, okay?
Amazing, amazing, amazing. Talk about this song again, please. Well, this this song is a salute to the farmers because I like to eat. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell you, no, I come from a small town and it's a farming community. And uh, so a lot of, uh, we did a video on this and a lot of the footage we used was of local farmers from my hometown. Um, I just, I want to honor farmers for what they do. I mean, like the song says, you know, snow, sleep, ale, they're out there working. Right. They're working in fields and, and uh, they bring the food that we all have to have. So I am very thankful for all of our farming community and, and my heritage goes back to farming. I, I as a young boy, uh, worked fields and things like that were uh, on farms and in our community and and uh, so yeah it, the farming goes deep with me beautiful so. beautiful so I want to put you on the spot how about giving us a little something something acapella <laughs> well I can but you know I don't want to mess the words up so I'll do it this way I'll go I, I got to interview Jay Siegel, baby. Let me tell you, honey, okay? Lion sleeps awesome. tonight. Heck yeah. That had to be awesome. That was awesome. Listen, I, I, ha- I, I couldn't stop singing that song for a month after that interview and probably three <laughs> months before it, okay? Listen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thank oh, you for man. that. That was beautiful, honestly. Awesome. Oh, um, we're coming, we're coming close to the, to the closing of the show, but I don't want you to forget to say anything that you really wanted to talk about. So is there anything we missed? Well, I got just a couple things, and I'm not one to tout on myself here, but I will say I, I'm, blessed to have a, I'm blessed to have a, a Josie Award. Uh, I'm up for uh, uh, Album of the Year with Wanted. Uh, that'll be in, uh, in Nashville uh, in October. And then I'm also... Uh, with the ISSA, which is the uh, International Songwriters. Uh, I've got uh, six, I think six nominations. I'm a finalist for six uh, spots there. Uh, and the thing with that, you know, when you're songwriting, uh, I'm I'm really honored with that because it's, uh, as a songwriter, I've written for, oh my gosh, years and years and years and years. And so to get some recognition on that. Uh, not that I, I need that recognition, just a simple get the nod from somebody in the industry is, is, uh, that's quite an honor. Let's just put it that way. Uh, and I will say this real quick, uh, that the Academy of Western Arts, uh, I'm nominated, uh, with, with them as well. Uh, so, and my wife tells me I do have to let everybody know that, uh, June we're in Ohio and, and July, we're in Toledo and the surrounding area. August, we're in the Atlanta area. September, we're in the Tampa area. October, we're in the Tennessee area. Uh, I've got, um, I'll be at the, uh, the uh, Grand Ole Opry House then. I'll also be doing some recording for a project I can't talk about, but oh, there's some very cool ah. surprises coming on that. Very so, cool. 
There, I got all that out. So I'm not in trouble for not saying anything over here, okay? <laughs> well, I hope one day you make it to the tri-state area, New York, PA, New Jersey. Oh, I've been up to the Fingers Lake and, and up and around that area. And uh, like I said, we went right on up into Maine. Very uh, cool. And beautiful country up there. Just Very beautiful. Cool. You know, I'm just putting this out there. I have a, I have a, a country music friend, Michael Wayne Dill. Have you heard about him? Yeah, I, I, I have. Okay, so yeah. Michael Wayne Dill wanted Josie and called me from there with the award in his hand. Just saying, just putting it out there. Just putting it out there, baby. That's all. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> just put it out there, Andrew. Okay? All right. Well, good. Yeah, I, I, I won't mind getting that call. I won, Jerry. I won. <laughs> Listen, you I'm got it. That's right, baby. And you got it. You got it. Um, I want to, I want to thank you guys. I want to thank Terry for being, um, in the wings there, feeding you info. I hear her a little bit. Um, Terry, you're awesome. Thank you, sweetheart. And, you know, Andrew, you, you are incredible and I know you know it, but you have to know it a little bit more, you know? And again, with, with what I said in the poem, you know, God gives us gifts and you sure have utilized it and you, that's praising God what you do with it. So thank you so much for this interview. I'm truly honored. Thank you for your songs, your songwriting, everything you've done for these benefits, for the for our, our patriots. I mean, I, I truly mean that from the bottom of my heart. You're an incredible inspiration. And I want to thank Ken Brady from the casinos, baby. Then you can tell me goodbye for introducing us. Yeah, I, I'll tell you what, I... I'm just, uh, I'm very thankful for the time that uh, you spent and for the listeners who, who are listening, uh, love them to pieces. Uh, you know, I, I tell you, I wouldn't be anywhere without fans and, and folks such as you. So I, I'm very thankful, Jerry, for, for uh, the interview and, and certainly have enjoyed myself and it's been good to talk to you. Well, I'm going to call Ken Brady today and tell him, get together. You two need to get together. Sure. I mean, that would be incredible. But, I would be in awe, I'm telling you. You know, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if we can make this happen, man, because, listen, you both are incredible, and I love Ken from him and Cindy. They're like family to me. So thank you, thank you, Ken. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Terry. What an incredible, incredible interview. Everybody out there listening, please, please share this interview, okay? We've got to get this out there. This is one of one of the best interviews, okay? Beautiful, inspiring, amazing. Guys, please go to the Jerry Petito Show YouTube channel. You know, click on it, baby. Come on. A lot of great things are happening. And Andrew, when you can talk about that new project that's coming out, please let me know. We'll sure do that. All right. Sure. Thank you, sweetie. Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. You really, truly honored me today. Thank you, Andrew. <laughs> 